Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some of the things that you should be charging your customers for that's outside the regular service charge that you charge them for the monthly service. And I'll go over some of the things that would be good to charge a customer for so that you're not absorbing too much cost while you're running your business. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963 providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. It can be difficult to get a really good handle on your cost of business chemical-wise because it's very seasonal, so one part of the season you're going to be using a lot more chemicals, of course, in the summer than you do in the other parts of the season, and then it varies by region and how much chemicals cost and things like that. And so one thing that you can do to offset the cost of running your business is to charge your customers for certain services. And the way to establish that is at the very beginning. It's hard to initiate these charges later on once you're established and doing the service. So it's a good idea when you're starting out to kind of work these into new customers you're getting on your route. Or if you're just starting out in a business to do this correctly so you don't make the mistake of having to go back and change how you charge customers. For example, I'll give you one of the things that I've made a mistake with that I should have started charging for or should have charged for in the beginning, and that is to clean someone's saltwater cell. This is kind of time-consuming, especially depending on the cell. I'm getting it off, getting the unions off, getting it back on, lining up the union. Sometimes you have a hard time lining it up, and you put the union back on, the O-ring's leaking, things like that. So it could be frustrating to clean someone's salt system or salt cell. And so I never charged for it. It's just something that I did as part of my service. And it's definitely a mistake because it does take me time to do this. And it's one of those things that you have to do on a regular basis in my area because the water is pretty hard. So I suggest if you're starting out or get a new customer with a salt system that you want to set a rate to clean their salt cell. And I would say $35 is fair because it does take you about 25 minutes, 20-25 minutes to do It's fairly easy because you're just putting a water-acid mixture in there, but it's just time-consuming to put the cell, take the cell off and put it back on. And so that's what I would definitely suggest doing, something that you can establish pretty easily with your new clients, and they shouldn't have a problem with paying for something like that because it is something that you're doing that is above your normal uh, weekly maintenance service. Another thing that you should be charging for if you service an area with full-size DE filters and full-size cartridge filters, which is the four cartridges in the filter, is the filter cleaning charge. And again, this could vary by region. could be anywhere from $75 to $100 to do a filter cleaning. And you want to do this twice a month, twice a month, twice during the year, every six months. There are, of course, the circumstances where you may have to clean it more than every six months. 
uh, commercial accounts, things like that, or heavy use pools or areas where there's a lot of dirt. Um, you definitely may want to clean it uh, more than every six months, but typically it's every six months. You take the cartridge filter part, hose off the cartridges. Same with the DE filter. You want to take the filter part, hose off the grids. And then if you're going to have to change out the grids or cartridges, what I like to do is I mark, I log the filter and I log kind of when I changed the cartridges last time. So I know that if it's been three years, they're due up for another um, a new set of cartridges. So instead of cleaning the cartridge filter at that point, what I'll do is I'll charge them for the new cartridges and I'll charge them in a delivery and installation fee. Um, which will be about the same price as cleaning the cartridge filter, but it's pretty easy because you just take out the old cartridges, throw them away, and put the new ones in. So it takes maybe five or ten minutes at the most to do that. And then you get paid for the filter cleaning charge, but it's actually an install um, and delivery charge for the new cartridges. So you don't lose any money when you change out the cartridges. Same thing with the D grids. I kind of make sure I note how the grids look, and if they're past the four-year mark, I definitely sell them a whole new grid set and so I'll charge them for the grids with the retail market price and then I'll charge them the delivery and installation fee which will cover the cost of the filter cleaning. That way you're not losing any money out there by doing that and also the customer appreciates the fact that you're not charging them for filter cleaning and then two months later you're charging them again for changing out the elements in the filter. Um, it just doesn't go well with them so it's better to kind of time it to where when you're changing out the grids and the cartridges it's at the same time that you normally would clean the filter and charge them for that and they tend to appreciate the fact that you're, you're charging them for the new elements and not charging them for a cleaning plus installation delivery of the new cartridges or grids shortly after cleaning the filter. Some things you're going to charge the customer for are in the markup of the item itself. So for instance if you change out someone's pump basket um, you get the wholesale price on that, then you're going to mark it up to close to retail, and you're not going to charge them, of course, to install it into their pump. That part has been paid for, um, and the installation is included in the markup. I don't particularly charge a customer for installing an automatic cleaner. You can if you wanted to. Typically, the price of delivery and installation is inside the cost of the cleaner to the customer. So, for instance, if they wanted to buy um, a two-wheel version of the Hayward Pool Cleaner, um, I would charge them $430. That includes delivery and installation. Um, there's some markup in there, of course. And so that would be the charge to have that installed, and that's already paid for. It's pretty easy to install it if you've done this a few times. And so other things that take longer to install, maybe a pressure side cleaner, you want to mark up the part a little more to cover your time in it, and there you're not really losing any money by doing that. Repairing cleaners, I generally don't charge them to fix the cleaners if it's a pretty easy thing. I do charge them a markup in the part, which kind of covers my time in putting the part on the cleaner. If you're doing an extensive rebuild in a Polaris cleaner, the bearings, drive shaft, the wheels, all that, it takes time. It probably take you about 45 minutes to an hour to do a full rebuild on a Polaris cleaner. So I definitely will charge them the time that I spend on it in the markup of the parts, and that way I don't lose any money. So you don't really have to charge them for labor per se if you just mark up the parts of the cleaner. That usually covers your labor there in that aspect of it. So there are things that kind of you can cover your labor in the installation of the part itself and so that you don't have to actually break it down for the customer. And it's sometimes a lot easier just to mark up the parts 
um, and charge a delivery installation fee that way instead of charging separate fees for things. It makes billing easier also, I think, in a lot of cases. You, of course, want to charge the customer for anything you add to the pool besides your basic chlorine and muriatic acid. So definitely, if you're adding a bag of salt, you're charging the customer for that. If you're adding any kind of phosphate remover or enzyme, you're charging the customer for that. Typically, what I do is I buy a bottle of the phosphory and leave it at the customer's house, and I use it when I'm there. That way they know that they purchased the product and it's going to be at the site. I'm not carrying it in my truck. And then if they, if I'm using enzymes at a pool, I'll purchase a bottle of the Pool Perfect and leave it at the pool site and add it from there when I'm there every week. And so when the bottle runs low, I buy another bottle for the customer and leave it at the site. Same thing with the Pool RX. I'll purchase the Pool RX for the customer and, of course, bill them for that at the beginning of the season and they pay for that particular product. So anything you're adding to the pool besides, again, what you charge, what you don't charge for, which is usually liquid chlorine and muriatic acid, you're going to charge the customer for. One thing you need to do if you are using tablets in a lot of your pools is to charge the customer for a bucket of tablets and leave it at the job site. Sometimes the customer doesn't want the bucket there, I understand, um, but you can usually find a good area to put it in by the equipment. And I leave the bucket of tablets there and I charge the customer for that because you can't really absorb the cost of the tablets during the season. Um, you may use a lot more in some pools, a lot less in others, but nonetheless you're paying for the tablets and you'll absorb a pretty big cost if you're going to be buying tablets for your customer if you're not charging a good enough service rate to include that. So it's a lot easier to buy a bucket of tablets, put it at the customer's house, and then charge them a fee for that tablet bucket, um, which typically is about 120 for a 50 pound bucket of tablet you get it at a wholesale price you can mark it up slightly and leave it at the customer's house again some customers may not want you to do that and then you would have to kind of figure out the tablet charge for them and that way you're not absorbing the cost so you would mark up the rate keep the tablet at your house or in your truck and then charge them a little premium on their rate to cover the tablets in the summertime otherwise you're going to lose too much money I can almost guarantee you that if you're giving the tablets to the customers as part of your service, you're going to, you're losing more money in the summertime than you can actually absorb. Unless, of course, you're charging a premium for your service rate. So I definitely um, think that all those things you should charge for outside of the normal uh, cleaning. Basically, you're charging for labor, and it's kind of an industry standard that you include the liquid chlorine and the acid um, every week when you service the pool because you're charging them for that in the rate. So you want to, of course, establish your service rate to cover that so you're not losing money by adding chemicals. So you can't charge too low of a service rate if you're going to include the acid and chlorine because that is a cost that you're absorbing um, as part of your monthly service. Anything that you're using in the customer's pool that's not part of that, um, they need to be charged for. Um, with some kind of, you know, you have some kind of grace and leeway there for instance, if you you know buy a customer a part that costs two or three dollars, sometimes you may just want to absorb that cost, and that's okay. Um, but generally, you bill them for everything that you put into their pool. Um, that way, you're not losing any money. But I understand you could it could look like a nicky knack thing if you're charging them for you know a dollar twenty five O ring or something um, for the for the heater plug or something like that. So definitely, kind of use your discretion there on that. Um, but definitely for the bigger items and for cleaning the salt cells and filters. And then if you do anything else at the service account, you want to fall back onto your hourly rate. 
in my area is about $85 um, an hour. And again, it's, it differs by region. So you want to find out the established hourly rate in your area. I mentioned this in another podcast. You want to find out what the plumbing companies charge in your area to unclog a drain. And that's typically the hourly rate that you want to charge your customers. So if they want you to come back and do a special cleanup for a party, you would charge them the $85 service call to come back and clean their pool for a party. Or if it gets really windy and they want you to spend more time at the pool to get it back in shape, you would charge them that as an hourly rate. So basically you want to charge the customer for everything you can so you're not losing money out there. Because if you're doing stuff that is taking costing you time, and if you're spending more money on chemicals and you're adding it to their pool, you need to be compensated for that or you're actually losing money in your business. So just keep that in mind that if you are doing things for customers, just add that up exponentially over your whole route. And if you have 50 or 60 pools and you're supplying the tablets, you can figure you're losing quite a bit of money there. Or if you have 50 or 60 pools and you have 15 salt pools and you're cleaning the cells at no charge, you're leaving a lot of money on the table there also every month. And if you need more resources, of course, you can check out my website, swimmingprolearning.com. I have a lot of helpful web pages there. I also have an ebook available for $9.99. And if you're doing this for a living and you want to fine tune your business, or you're starting out, definitely check out my coaching program. For $10 a month, you can text me. And for $20 a month, you can call me. Plus, there's a lot of other great benefits for being part of the group. You can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.